Welcome to the Beauty and the Vlog Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Vieira. Join me as I interview YouTube superstars in the worlds of beauty, fashion, fitness, and lifestyle. I go in-depth with your favorite video vloggers and discuss their journeys to success and the struggles they encountered along the way. We go behind the scenes of the world of vlogging and talk about what works and what doesn't and what it takes to be a YouTube superstar. So sit back and prepare to learn, have fun, and be inspired. Let's go. Well, hello, everybody. Erica here, and I want to welcome you to our first episode of the Beauty and the Vlog podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And I am so excited for all the amazing interviews that we have lined up for you guys. This first one is with Melanie Murphy, who is a YouTuber from Ireland. She has a great story because she started her YouTube channel in June of 2013 and in a little less than 10 months was able to get over 100,000 subscribers and a little over 8 million video views. Melanie was not shy when it came to revealing all the tips and tricks that she used to get such an incredible subscriber base. We also go into detail in regards to some of the struggles she encountered at the beginning of her YouTube career and also what it's like to be a YouTuber full-time. So sit back, enjoy the interview. Thanks guys. Bye-bye. Well, hey guys, Erica here with Beauty and the Vlog, and I am very excited to introduce our guests for this episode of Beauty and the Vlog, Melanie Murphy, all the way in Ireland, right? (laughs) (laughs) How are you guys and dolls? (laughs) So Melanie, I gave our listeners a little bit, and viewers, a little bit of an overview in the intro, but why don't we start off by you letting us know what inspired you to start your YouTube channel. Okay. Well, like several different things kind of really got me wanting to finally do it. I've been wanting to do it for absolutely like years, but I was doing a degree in education and I was absolutely crap at standing up and public speaking. I was terrified. Like I was literally almost failing those classes. It was so bad. And um, also like I was having a lot of confidence issues and things like that. And I just kind of one day I was like put the two and two together. I realized all the girls I was watching were saying that they were getting so much confidence from doing videos. Mm. I was like, well, that might help with, you know, the college stuff and all that kind of thing. So I filmed my first video at a meetup of one of the YouTube channels that I absolutely love. They're also Irish, the Sacconi Jolies. And I went to their meetup. I was like, right, I have to film this and put it online. And as soon as I did, I was kind of like, it just kind of got me into doing it then because I felt just so, I just felt a surge of confidence from putting it up there and knowing, right, like I've put myself out there and anyone can say whatever they want, but it just builds up this kind of thick skin. So yeah, it was that that was kind of it was a lot of different things inspiring me to start but yeah like uh, inspiration from other girls and then seeing what it could do for me and my my future career and my my personal confidence as well so okay to recap you were you said you were going to school to be a teacher mhm okay and then you just felt like it was just that public speaking part of it just stressed you out and you didn't feel the confidence so you said you were listening to you were watching videos on YouTube yeah I was watching a lot of girls from all over the world and I noticed as well there wasn't many Irish girls on there so Mm -hmm. I just saw that big gap kind of in the in the YouTube community so when you went to that meetup 
at that moment, did you go with the purposes of thinking you wanted to start your own channel and it, you thought it'd be a good idea to connect with them? Or were you just going just to meet whatever, you know, whatever girls were there? Um, I really wanted to meet them, but I also kind of wanted to ask for advice and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But when, when it came to it, I was too nervous to ask for advice. I was just, they had helped me so much with personal issues through my life. Mm -hmm. And just over the few years that I was kind of just, wow, like when I met them, I just want, wanted to chat to them and stuff. But um, yeah, like it, it kind of, I did know that if I went to that meetup, it might like spark it off and inspire mm -hmm. me to, to get into it and being in a community and being surrounded by people who are also into YouTube and invested in YouTube in some way. Got it. And that was um, about a year ago, right? A little yeah. over a year ago when yeah, you first started. Only, I know, and I can't believe it's only a year. Like, it feels like a lifetime nearly. And it's literally just 12 months have gone by since I started and my whole life's changed. It's crazy because you have a hundred, a little over 100,000 subscribers um, and about 8 million views in a year. <laughs> yeah. That's very really fast. I know it's so scary and so it's so surreal and like every day I'm just so grateful for it and so thankful and I never like take any of it for granted because every day I wake up and something amazing happens and it's like I think that being grateful for those things yeah. just attracts more positive stuff into your life it's amazing like mind is blown. <laughs> so you said that your life has changed in the last year mm -hmm. give us a little bit of insight into that like what do you mean by the fact that your life has changed? Um, I just feel like I have completely changed as a person in terms of like how I feel about life and how I feel about the world and what is possible and what I can do. And, you know, um, just every aspect of my life has changed in terms of my happiness, my my capabilities, my skill set has broadened so much and um, I've so much more friends through online like you literally get to meet so many people in different countries and that's the most amazing thing about YouTube to me is that you can connect with people from across the world and other people who make videos and it feels like such a tangible friendship even though you might not get to meet them and then sometimes you do get to meet them and stuff but um literally everything it's now my job so um this whole online thing has taken over everything since I finished university and um it's just opened so much doors I've been getting to do TV presenting and all sorts of stuff like it's unbelievable unbelievable so that's really insane how how in a year your life can completely change because before doing YouTube you were going to school to become a teacher mm -hmm. and it sounds like you finished school when did you finish I did school? Uh, I actually last year uh, I only just finished a few weeks ago and oh, okay. I, I I graduated with a first class honor so that the best school uh, grades that I could have gotten and it was really cool because I as an excuse um, while I was doing like my final year I got my subscribers involved in my thesis so I wrote my thesis about YouTube as an educational tool wow. and it was like it was like an excuse to myself to keep doing my online thing so yeah. I would feel I was like oh but it's college work I have to do it <laughs> yeah but that's so that's you, I mean that is such a relevant and and new and important topic I In really think so. Yeah. yeah. And my, my, um, my lecturers and advice, uh, thesis advisors were so interested in it for that reason because mm -hmm. it was kind of breaking new ground and yeah. um, we've been in talks about all getting our thesis published and they they were very interested in my one and they learned a lot from it which was they were like we never learn stuff from from 
these like thesis projects and stuff so it was, ama- it was amazing to do and I felt like it was a great way to connect with my, my viewers because I don't like using the word fans I hate that mm-hmm. um, I think there's a lot of um, you know the whole culture there but I, I, I think of them as my friends like pen pals kind of thing mm-hmm. you know and so now that you're graduating and and it, you, it sounds like you're doing YouTube are you doing it full time now or what's I, um, your plan now that you've graduated I my initial plan was just to go on and get into lecture and I was going to do a PhD mm-hmm. but then this started taking off and I started getting all these media opportunities in Ireland and Ireland's a very small country so mm-hmm. it's kind of like you know people start knowing who you are and you get asked to do this that and the other and I was kind of like right this is happening for me now and I I don't know how long YouTube's going to be around so I might as well ride the wave while it's there and see what happens so Mm -hmm. I don't kind of have any set plans at the moment I'm just kind of go with this gonna go with this and see what I can do with it because like the sky is the limit once you made a platform for yourself online which anybody can do like Mm -hmm. you you have so much opportunity then you know that's so exciting I'm so excited for you because it sounds like you're really at a point in your life it's kind of like a like a turning point right now because you had a totally different plan and idea of where your life was going to go you know over a year ago and now it's you probably never would have imagined today like where you would have been today like a year never (laughs) like even even like four or five years ago I think I never would have if someone said this to me I would have laughed in their face mm-hmm. because I was I was extremely depressed I was overweight I wouldn't leave the house I had no friends mm-hmm. um I was I wasn't in a committed relationship it was just one of those things that if somebody said it to me I would never have believed it and I think my whole life started changing when I just started believing a bit more in myself and and saying well like everything is within reach if I just think positively and that has literally snowballed for me in every single regard so I want to do a lot of about that online like in my videos and kind of um trying to inspire people and motivate people to to change their life because I think it's possible for anyone like I feel like I've been in the darkest depths and I've reached the highest highs so I just want to kind of spread that and I love that I can I can do it so easily now through the video so it's really handy like it's amazing and when you looking at you and watching your videos, you're so beautiful. You're so pretty. You're so poised. <laughs> you're very outgoing. It is hard to imagine that you know, you know, a few years ago you're you're depressed and you had no friends. It's hard to imagine that. And looking at you now, thank you. I just think um, it is hard, and it's kind of it's only when I look back at old pictures or um, so family members tell me certain stories that I I fully remember how bad it was and you know I anxiety disorder and eating disorders and all this kind of stuff that I've been touching on in recent videos mm-hmm. and since I started opening up about that kind of stuff I've had like droves of people emailing me and saying thank you so much for talking about this and um, I think it's very important that if you do build up this kind of online presence to show that you are a human being and you're completely normal and that those things are normal and that people shouldn't feel like especially with all the stuff recently happening with celebrities like Robin Williams and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and Mm -hmm. seeing that people can be be he he was so wealthy and so well known and so well loved and he still felt that way so I think that the more of us that um on YouTube have built up this viewership that can show that it you can overcome that I think that's so important so do you attribute your confidence and where you are today solely to your experience with YouTube um I would 
attribute a lot of it to I think doing my degree helped a huge amount mm -hmm. and also having a supportive um, network around me like supportive family members and my boyfriend they've really helped me to kind of sh show me that I can come out of my shell mm -hmm. and like my boyfriend actually like pretty much convinced me to start I was like dead set on not starting YouTube mm. then he went and got me my camera he got me my microphone he got me my lighting he got me my editing software and he was like you are doing this you can do this and I think having somebody to believe in you like that is important mm. so I have a lot of girls now asking me advice about starting channels and I'm trying to be that for them mm. so if they don't have that person in their life I want to be that for them and tell them if I can do it you can do it because I really didn't believe I would be any good at it and like just being yourself is so important like people always say that and it's like oh whatever yeah. but for me it was like I'm such a strange I feel like I'm such a strange person and I'm very different from a lot of the girls on YouTube and but people appreciate that do you know what I mean people mm -hmm. say that that is why they subscribe so so take me back to those first I don't know 10 videos and mm. you know you filming them you putting them up there <laughs> I mean being somebody that like like you you said that you know you weren't very you didn't have a lot of confidence I can imagine mm -hmm. that would be really hard to oh, to put yourself out there and throw those videos onto YouTube and, and see what happens. Take me back to, or take all of us back to those first, you know, 10 videos or maybe the first okay. month or two. Okay. Well, my first video, apart from my first video, my first other 10 videos were never made live because they were so bad. And oh, I was really? so, I was just practicing, trying to learn how to talk, trying to learn how to edit. And even I still have them and they're so, I probably will upload them at some point because they're so bad. <laughs> now that you're and saying then, that, people are going to want you to upload them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should, I've opened a can of worms. <laughs> but like, it was just so hard to get used to talking to nothing. You're talking to an inanimate object, like at least even right now, I'm talking to you. Yeah. But can you imagine trying to get yourself pepped up in an empty room and you have to try and like, I was finding myself talking in a different accent because the people I watch are not Irish, so they'd be English or American. I was putting on an accent and I wouldn't look at the camera right in the in the eyeball of yeah, the camera. Yeah. And uh, loads of stuff. It was just really difficult and knowing that anyone could watch it. I would sit there and I'd be like, oh, shaking at the idea of comments coming in. And mm -hmm. now it's at the point where I could read the most horrible comment in the world and I'd be like, whatever. Like, you know, it you build up such a thick skin. And I think in life that's so important to have so I, I think it is worth getting over that little hump when you start of like mm -hmm. the fear and um worrying about what everyone will think because I didn't tell people about it at first I didn't want to share it on Facebook I didn't want anyone to know it's like this is my secret little yeah. project and it was like even though anyone else could see it I was like if I don't know the people that are watching it's not as bad you know and so what happened when you did upload your first couple videos um, my first video that I uploaded because it was of that meetup, um, Anna who mm. Anna Sacone, she actually tweeted it for me, and I didn't know because I didn't even know how to use Twitter at the time. Uh, it took me ages to figure out. Oh, I need to do social media yeah. to get my channel going. But uh, she shared it on Twitter, and I I think I got a little influx of subscribers from that because I was like, wow, I have like a hundred subscribers in a few days, and I was amazed by that. But it literally was such a slow crawl for months and months. I think it took me. Um, two or three months to get 500 subscribers and I was doing it all the time like that was last summer mm -hmm. so I was dedicating my summer I was working as an extra on a tv show and doing uh, YouTube and I was putting all my, my effort and time into it and I was like 
this is never going to happen. But mm-hmm. I, I grew such a love for it that I didn't care at, at all if I got subscribers or not. I was just kind of doing it because I was getting all those other benefits from it. Mm-hmm. Were you getting a lot of positive feedback from your videos? Like yeah, and and things I, like that? yeah, and I'm I'm very lucky in that I still, uh, to this day, like ninety nine percent of the feedback I get is amazing, and I mm-hmm. I I know that that'll probably change at some point, and I'll get a load of little troll armies, but it's I'm I'm at that point now where it wouldn't bother me either way and I have the most amazing subscribers they're so nice and they're all so similar to me in a way like we we all have a lot in common and they they're very like-minded and very very like um uh, supportive and encouraging which is amazing like I, I feel delighted to have such nice people watching so you said that it was a really slow crawl at the beginning in your mm-hmm. first few months it just you know it was you were getting subscribers here and there but it wasn't amazing what happened mm-hmm. like where was that tipping point where something must have happened to get and propel your channel to where you have a hundred thousand subscribers today yeah what, what was that I think um for me like I just kind of had a light bulb moment where I was watching a girl talking doing a video about how she got her channel to take off mm-hmm. it might have been Shanix or someone mm-hmm. like that someone someone huge on YouTube and she was talking about finding like a niche and finding something that a lot of people are wanting to watch that there isn't much of online and I was like what is there and what could I possibly do that other people haven't done much of and then I realized that like my skin issues I grew up having chronic acne Mm -hmm. for years I had cystic acne and I still had pretty bad breakouts when I started YouTube but I was pretty good at covering them up so no one ever knew or commented so one day I made a video about how I cover my my acne because when every time I would type that in there'd only be a handful of videos of girls who actually had bad skin most of them were just a girl with two or three pimples and they'd be like oh no and I couldn't find many so yeah I just I filmed that and uh, it literally went mental like that video now has nearly 5 million views which is more people than in my country and wow that's such a crazy (laughs) thought when you think about it (laughs) yeah and it's a bit it's a bit terrifying because like that's as well that was one video I was hoping wouldn't get that many views but I I thought that might attract some subscribers who would be on the same level as me and the same page and like the same stuff but uh, yeah like finding that niche I think was really important because there's not many girls who talk about skincare or their own issues and their own experiences with problems. And that's why I love girls like, say like Zoella and things like that. They would open up about their anxiety or mm-hmm. any problems they've had. So yeah, that that for me was the niche that, that was not really tapped into was the whole acne skincare confidence area of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is a very positive area of YouTube when you get into it. Like it's a very nice network of people and I've since made friends with all the other girls who have similar channels so it's it's really nice to be able to kind of just be like put yourself out there and be like this is me you know flaws and all warts and all and you know it I, I've kind of come to accept myself so much more than when I put up that video because when I look at that now I'm like I was so self-conscious I remember crying when I uploaded it and I was mm. shaking and I was terrified of people what they would say and loads of my family even were like I never knew you had such bad skin and that you were that upset about it and that it was that much of an issue for you and it, it just got a lot of conversations going and now it's at a point where I have a private little Facebook group of all my subscribers mm-hmm. who also have issues with their skin and we all kind of share our tips and talk and um, they've seen my whole journey like I've gotten rid of my acne on YouTube and it's all there for everyone to see they can go back and watch 
that happened. So that's amazing. Like to me, I have all that documented, you know? Yeah. How long were you doing videos before you uploaded that one? Um, not long. I think um, I uploaded that. That was one of my first, probably my first 10 to 20 videos, I'd say. And um, that kind of, it, it was, it took off quick-ish it like it, it took off quicker than my other videos but it wasn't for a few months until it starts spiraling spiraling because I was approached by like national tv stations and BuzzFeed I got to do a collab with BuzzFeed and that for me was huge because BuzzFeed is BuzzFeed like yeah. it's mental and that their video has had I think about half a million hits and I had got a lot of subscribers from that so um things like that like little opportunities you get here and there I would grab them and then um little things like say if I was loving a brand I would reach out to the brand and send them my videos to see mm -hmm. if they would repost it on their social media so just trying to reach the right people that was always really important to me was having the right kind of people watching my videos because the girls I watch like I identify with them so I kind of wanted the same like for the people watching me to really identify with me as well. Mm -hmm. And were those companies and people that were were they Irish based? Are they uh, some some of them were like some of them were like Vichy was one of the first that mm. I kind of reached out to and I was sending them a lot of stuff because they they would kind of have a lot of things that were acne related and mm -hmm. um, makeup and skincare and yeah they would kind of you know tweet me back or retweet my my video or things things like that really do help and there's such little things that you wouldn't think to do and um yeah it's kind of once you get the hang of all the networking side of YouTube things will take off once your content is decent and you have good quality and you have something to offer and something that will either help people or that will entertain them. I think you, all you need to focus on is the whole network inside because that's like 90% of the work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. <laughs> really? So you'd say 90% of the work is, is actually getting your video out there? Yeah, I th I think when you're new, I think mm -hmm. because I'm I would still be considered new on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Like other the biggest Irish YouTuber has I think she has about half a million subscribers, but she's been doing it for a few years. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. so I I feel like ridiculously lucky that this has happened for me. But I think it's solely because I've made it my goal because I realized how much I loved it. And I was like, I want to do this. Like I do want to do this, mm -hmm. and I want to even if it wasn't a full time job, I wanted it as something that I could justify doing so I know um once you're getting the views you're getting enough money to justify taking a few days at a time to do a whole video because they're there it's a long process like people don't realize how much effort it's like making mini films mm -hmm. every time and you know learning all the editing and stuff like that it's it's a it's a lot it's a lot of stuff to to do and at least I can self-educate myself because of the degree in education I'm kind of like Oh, I just I know how to go about learning stuff, you know. Yeah, and how did you? I mean, from the beginning, you know, you you didn't have a background, obviously, in, in film or whatever. How did you learn mm. how to film videos and edit them and upload? How did you learn all that? I think, uh, well, it's actually like, do you know when you'd advise someone if they say I want to write a book you'd say mm -hmm. well what you first have to do if you want to write a book is read books mm -hmm. you have to read to be able to write it's like that with YouTube like you have to watch so much videos because and I still I set aside two hours every single day to watch videos and wow. comment on videos I love YouTube like I'm I'm literally I live in YouTube I'm like yeah. in a little YouTube land <laughs> I love watching people and I learn so much from them and I don't I think that everyone does like everyone gets inspired from each other and you do have to keep on top of what what um 
because videos are advancing so much like some of the girls the stuff now it's yeah. like oh wow like they have camera crews and they have all this crazy stuff but um I like watching other videos to get inspiration and to to learn from because say if I saw them do some cool camera swerve or some cool kind of overlay thing I would just then google it and um you can even find tutorials on how to do that kind of stuff on YouTube so it's all there all leads back to YouTube it's like a vicious circle yeah, yeah. <laughs> you learn how to do YouTube on YouTube yeah exactly. <laughs> and like practicing it as well like I, I tried loads of stuff and it was so crap like mm. first few times it was pure crap and um then keep doing it and doing it it's just gotten better and I'm now getting a kind of artsy eye where mm. I'm getting a lot more artsy with my setups and stuff but it makes it more pleasant like the, the whole experience and also like going out my way to get permission to use good music because the, the youtube audio library sucks it's yeah. so bad yeah. <laughs> how do you find your music i am um, a lot of the music i use is from irish artists because that's mm. one area that i think ireland really excels in like Ar- ireland has amazing amazing musicians and um if i find someone that i like i'll just email them or reach out to them on twitter and be like uh, I have this many subscribers, this many views, and I am, love your music. Would you mind if I featured it and I'll credit you? And most of the time, they'll always say yes. Like, very rarely, they'll say no. So mm-hmm. um, even non-Irish artists, just anyone, like, I'd reach out to them. And I'd advise that to anyone watching who wants to make videos. Like, it just makes it more nice to watch if it's not, like, the same song over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It just spices it up a bit. It sounds like you figured out pretty quickly how to increase your subscriber base, how to increase your views, how to kind of be really in a way like aggressive with your channel and not Mm. just let it sit there. What are, you know, three tips that you can give people listening who maybe have their own channel, maybe they've been doing it for a while, but it's just not taking off. Um, Maybe they are being themselves and they're doing what they can, but it's just, it's just not getting the the types of views and subscribers that they want. What are some Mm. like three just things that they could, do today that would change kind of the way their channel is okay i think uh one of the most important things is definitely the title the thumbnail and the um the description box it's so important because if you have a very clickable title like don't have a really random obscure title have it a lot more general and think if you were looking up something online Mm -hmm. you want to find out something or watch some type of video what way would you type it in and try and rephrase it into a title because a lot of the most popular videos on YouTube are how-to videos. So people go online and they type in how to do this, how to do this, how to do this, and look at kind of what the the popular videos, way they're titled and the thumbnails. They have to be very eye-catching, colourful, clear, and um, just like what would you click on pretty much. And then in the description box, literally put in everything you can think of that's to do with your video, to do with the topic because it'd have a higher chance of popping up in the sidebars Mm. and people might see it and be like randomly click into it and they might like you then and stick around and that's what you're hoping for. You're hoping for people to just stumble across it and be like, oh, this person's cool or this Mm. person's funny and I'll keep watching them so I'll subscribe. And yeah, like giving your your viewers kind of a reason to watch more. So, you know, prompt them to, to watch other videos, link other videos within videos and use end cards, things like that. Um, I think 
definitely the whole social media thing is so important. So being really active on Twitter and replying to people and using hashtags, all that kind of thing is way more important than people realize. Way more. I only got Instagram two weeks ago. I'm so oh, behind really? with the time. <laughs> I'm, literally, I'm literally living in the dinosaur Girl, age. Oh, yeah. You got you to gotta get on Instagram. <laughs> get on then. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have been living on it since then. Every yeah, five minutes, yeah. I'm like, selfie. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> But uh, yeah, like in terms of um, tips for channels, um, there's so, so much stuff. But even I was at Summer in the City, which is like VidCon for the UK. Mm-hmm. And I was at that there a couple of weeks ago. They gave us amazing tips with videos. Um, things like getting your subscribers involved is really important. So some people do really cool things where you can actually see who your most engaged subscribers are. So doing like a video... Uh, thanking your most engaged viewer and giving them a big shout out and mm. all, sending them personal cards and just getting really one-to-one kind of with them mm. and um let me think also be very active on youtube like it's you can't overestimate like be active also google plus google plus owns the world now we all don't like google plus I but know, we have right? to and, nobody I, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't get it i'm like I'm do this. and like people are like i don't know what to do with google plus but it, you got to do it I know it just has to be done and it's like it's one of those things but yeah they pretty much like I comment on videos every video I watch I comment on it and Mm -hmm. I'll share it on Google plus if I like the video so doing that um definitely it builds up a rapport with other YouTubers and making friends with other YouTubers is so important I've made friends with so many people and get you know getting shout outs and things like that is hugely beneficial so I would definitely encourage people to get involved like that. I love it. I asked you for three and I think you gave me like 15. A million. Awesome. But I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to some of these, okay? And we're going to talk a little bit more about them. So the okay. first one that you said was the title, the thumbnail, and the description box. Mm-hmm. What would be an example, say say when you did your acting videos, yeah. what would be examples of, of titles specifically that you feel that would... Um, People would type in. Yeah. Like what would be the titles that you use for your acting videos? Um, well, for say for the acne videos, originally when I put it up, um, it was just a still from the video of me with a makeup brush going with a man face. <laughs> so, nobody's gonna want to yeah. look at that. So I had to, I had to get a um, a still of like my my bad mm-hmm. acne breakout, and then a still of me with makeup on and what I look like with makeup on, and put them side by like side. A before so, and after. Exactly. And that's so big. Like, say with weight loss videos and yeah. stuff, that is huge. Like, you'll see real crap videos with amazing thumbnails and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you click in and it's awful. But the thing is, if you believe in your content and you know you have a good video, you have to have a good thumbnail for people to find it. So yeah. um, I knew, all right, this is a good video. So I'm going to make sure that people click on it. So, yeah, I did that with the the, the thumbnail. And then with the title, it was, I think it was um how to cover um acne and scars and makeup trans easy simple makeup transformation or something Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. but people use words like easy quick um like uh, even with gaming like you see with gaming they have to have everything that they possibly can really summarize in the title and in the first line of the description box because that's what you you'll you'll watch your favorite people and Mm -hmm. watch what they do watch how they title it and look at their thumbnails and if you compare yours side by side just think is yours up at that level because um another massive thing I think and I've been told this by a lot of uh, youtubers is even when you're starting just act like you already have a million subscribers talk to your subscribers like you're 
established already because doing that will make you feel like you are and believe that you are and it'll make you work harder to put out really good content so I always try and act like a lot more people are seeing my videos than they actually are I put every bit of effort into all my videos even if it's only going to get like 10,000 views I'll still act like it's probably going to get a million views so I might as well make it really good you know what I mean yeah um okay and then let's see what else social media so you said Mm -hmm. social media is huge you just Mm -hmm. got onto instagram which is crazy (laughs) (laughs) so obviously you didn't use instagram to increase your subscriber base what did you use in social media to increase your subscriber base um i was trying to be really active say the likes of Facebook and Twitter and okay. Google Plus. So Google Plus is, it's one of those ones that nobody cares about. It's like, whatever. Yeah. But that's, Google owns YouTube. Google owns the internet. Like They're so big and they have I so much Google influence. Google owns the world. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and like Google Plus. So I was basically, I would post everything that I would post on my other social media on Google Plus with the hashtags, share it everywhere, like share all the videos that I watch on Google Plus, just so that, Google and YouTube recognizes my Google Plus as being insanely active. So mm. it's like ding, 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 ding. It's like I'm always on. I'm always on there. And they they know then that, like, I think the more active you are and the more you do promote your channel, the more views you start to get. You YouTube Google, promotes Google you. Google Plus or in general? On Google Plus okay. and on, on YouTube as well. But YouTube and Google will just start to promote you. So I don't have to do anything anymore. Mm. My They promote me because people are watching my videos and making sure that the retention time like if people are watching like a minute and then clicking out or 10 seconds and clicking out it's a lot worse for for your channel in general so um but I have a quite a high retention time which is really cool and they recognize that so they'll then be like well people are engaging with this channel they're liking the videos they're commenting we're going to promote this so that should be people's goal definitely and um in terms of the social media is mainly to talk to your subscribers and also talk to other YouTubers. So just become one, like become one of the family. It's like mm-hmm. it's like this big, big network. And there is clicks, like massively, definitely there's clicks. But I think you can break them if, if you just <laughs> chip away. I've been chipping away at some people for like a year. And now they're starting to kind of be like, hi, we see you over there. And I'm like, hey, I see you over here. So it, it is, it's not like... Wait, what, are you, what are you talking about there? Like with other YouTubers? With or? other, yeah, or, like say... Okay. say other YouTubers that are really, really big YouTubers, it. and okay. it's it once they recognize that you do support their channel and you really Got love it. watching them, uh, they'll definitely start to interact with you. So it's not like they're some aliens living <laughs> on Mars. They're they're definitely within reach of becoming friends with them. And um, I love now that I can call some people that I genuinely adore their channels I can call them my friends and Mm -hmm. that's so cool so I think I I try and be friendly to every YouTuber that talks to me and no matter what they do like I I get very involved in the Irish YouTube community because even like guys who do gaming or do all this random stuff like I still would hang out with them even no matter how many subscribers they have I think it's really important to just build up that kind of community spirit and Mm -hmm. the social media is the main tool to do that you know Got it. Okay. So Google Plus, guys, if you're listening and watching, <clears throat> get onto Google Plus. Cause it's, get on that Google. <laughs> yeah. Because I know it's something that it's like a mystery to a lot of people. Not a lot of people utilize it, but it, obviously it's working because you got um, to 100,000 subscribers in a year. So um, I think that there's definitely something to it. Definitely. Okay. Um, so let's get into kind of our next topic, which is the idea of, of struggle a little bit while you're putting together your YouTube channel. So, you know, okay. a successful YouTuber 
has they've had to encounter some kind of struggle along the way that they've overcome, that they've learned lessons from. What would you say was kind of your biggest struggle as you grew your YouTube channel? I think the uh, the biggest struggle for me with that was probably my time management in mm-hmm. that I didn't want YouTube to take over my life, but I wanted it so much that it, it takes so much hours and like there was a time period where I was doing my thesis, my final year, all my final year essays and things like that. I was going out a lot in college. I was So I was getting really involved in like the social side of college. I had a relationship for years and years and we weren't getting to see each other very much. And it was, everything just got so stressful. So my, and I broke my camera. So I went through a period of not uploading for a couple of months. So realistically, I've actually only been YouTube for about 10 months. Oh my God, but that's there crazy. Was a couple of <laughs> There was a two-month two gap where it literally got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's it, it's it's eaten up my whole life. Mm. And I kind of had to really get my priorities in check and kind of sort out my head and sort out, right, what do I want to do and what is most important to me? Like, do I sacrifice YouTube? Do I sacrifice my relationship? Do I sacrifice my college degree? Do I sacrifice my friendships? Do I sacrifice my family? Yeah. So it, it's a lot Something's of stuff you have to... Yeah, and it got to that point with me and I kind of made the wrong decision at first and then I changed my mind. And so once I got back into YouTube, then I was like, I found that very hard to get back into it because um, I've been through all this real stressful time and I got more anxious being on camera then because I had a lot more subscribers. I left mm-hmm. uh, YouTube, I had 4,000 subscribers, stopped making videos for two months and came back and I had 25,000 subscribers Jeez. because my other videos were still getting a lot of views and like YouTube was pushing one? them. Yeah, there was a few, uh, there was acne ones and then there was a, a series that was like called Hot for Halloween and uh, it was like I was trying to like get healthy again for Halloween because I'd mm. been eating crap during my final year and that kind of thing. So I was doing a, a kind of challenge with my subscribers and we all had to like do 30 minutes activity a day, try and eat our fruit and veg each day and try and drink a glass of water and that was it. But I was doing like weekly vlogs and they took off, like I got a lot of a lot of views and I came back on and I was like, oh my God. And I was yeah. All, all these emails like you I get I have to spend about four hours a day replying to comments emails tweets Facebook messages okay. it's insane like it's you're and you're instantly accessible to everyone and then you you miss out on messages from your family and your friends and then they think that you don't care anymore and it's it, it's just the time management was the biggest struggle for me massively like it just so hard so hard so you said that at the beginning, you kind of made a decision, but it was a wrong decision. Do you are you referring to the fact that you decided to to kind of almost like quit YouTube or like put YouTube yeah. in the back burner, and then you realized that wasn't the right decision? Yeah, it was a couple of things. Like it was at first, I was like. I'm not going to do the whole social life in college but then I was like this is my final year I'm finally confident enough to actually talk to people in college and I don't want to sacrifice that and then I kind of stopped focused on my studying and I, I I'm a straight A student I always have been I'm a nerd so I was always <laughs> like I was always doing really well and I started kind of sacrificing that and that was mm, a bad idea yeah. then I stopped making the videos and stopping making the videos was a really bad decision and in that time period then um, I was like, right, well, what will I do? Then I'll start making videos again. When I started making videos again, I my boyfriend and I went on a break and that was the worst decision of yeah. all because that was like, and I that's even in my videos. And then everyone was like, did you just get back together? And I, having my personal life You're on like, display oh, like that. talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, 
you know there's certain things you have to figure out that line that not to cross mm -hmm. and I don't want to put like air all my dirty laundry but at the same time I like being very honest yeah. and I am I'm very honest and open as a person so obviously I'm gonna that's gonna translate to my online personality so um yeah there was all those obstacles that I just didn't know which which one was to give and then I realized right I'm not going to sleep that'll sort everything out I just won't sleep <laughs> and everything will be fine <laughs> so for about three months I think I literally had four hours sleep a night because I was God. like I, I want all these things but I'm gonna have to I'm just gonna have to like be a zombie for a while and everything will be fine and now everything is fine so it worked out <laughs> so <laughs> right. you, you decided to get back onto YouTube Mm -hmm. And you, at the same time, still was in school, still doing well mm -hmm. in school, still committed to YouTube. So you sacrificed, I mean, your health basically, basically is what you sacrificed, yeah. sleep and your health. Pretty okay. Much. And mm -hmm. so then with that, you were still able to do YouTube and all that. So now you're not in school. So are you, are you excited? Are you relieved? <laughs> are you like looking forward to the fact that you can devote more time to YouTube? Oh sleep? yeah, I, I, I love sleeping. Oh yeah, my god, yeah. I can't expect. I literally wake up every day and I feel like I jump out of the bed and I start going like it's like I'm walking on sunshine. It's so ridiculous. Like every day, I'm so happy now because it was also worth it. Like and now, everything is just. It's very stressful though. It but I don't care. I love stress. I like I like being busy. I like working hard because that's life like all mm. life happens in between all your plans so I'm like screw that I'm just gonna enjoy this and I'm not gonna complain about how stressful it is and yeah. oh I have to do all these amazing things because like I'm so lucky I am and I'm so grateful for it and yeah it's just I'm so excited about what is gonna happen from now on because every day it's like do you want to do this I'm like yes so yeah. I don't even I don't even know what's gonna happen just gonna have to see so you're in a really new space right now you said you're done with school a couple weeks ago now you're devoting your full time to youtube what specifically are you excited about right now with your channel um with my channel um i'm mainly excited about the fact that i actually have a lot of viewers now mm -hmm. and also on youtube in general that's really exciting me is that um normal girls are now getting to be seen as role models and I think that was is so refreshing and it was so needed with the way the media was going and you know just all the whole size zero and this that and the other and it's it's like there's just regular normal people um and all kinds of people so it, no matter what you're like as a person you will find somebody to identify with on YouTube because there's such a huge bunch of us on there now and yeah like the fact that now I can kind of guide people and I can use all the skills from my degree so I did education I can use all my uh, communication skills and my teaching abilities in my videos in a really subtle way so like I can teach people things without them feeling like they're learning anything yeah. so I try and like I try and Make be silly fun. and yeah like and that's my my kind of what I want to do I want to educate people on things that are it, they're interested in so it, no matter what it is but it's it's kind of a it's just really exciting. It's like feels like all these things I've done has come together and it's this thing that it's a dream I never knew I had. If you get me, like I never as a child was like, I want to be a YouTuber because yeah. there was no YouTube. Yeah. There was no internet. When I was a teenager, I did not have YouTube yeah. or the internet. And now all these girls are watching me who are that vulnerable age that I can try and inspire them 
to be the best that they can be and to show them that all these things are achievable and stuff that's that just just so exciting to me the the fact that there's people there now to actually watch me and I can kind of have this sort of influence you know and you mentioned too that you had opportunities with television and just different things like that like sponsorship and things like that Mm. did you reach out to to these people or have they reached out to you and also do you have a manager I do now yeah I I basically got signed up with broadband tv when I was very small they're a network and they're YouTube's broadband tv they're a Canadian network and their YouTube's like fourth biggest network but I since then have been like put into their VIP program so that's like their top 150 channels and they're launching a new network now that I'm actually facing so they're launching a female-centered lifestyle and beauty network called Candessa and I'm actually the face of that new network so and I can't believe they chose to they work with like Sony and huge Mm -hmm. companies and they're only now seeing like the the actual potential in individuals to to get so much views and attract so much stuff online so yeah they were like do you want to do this and they're amazing like the amount of stuff they've done for me recently like they they've flew us out to England to go to that convention and they're amazing like and um I think that um so what was the question oh were we yeah, were we talking on if a tangent you had a, a manager and if that's oh, how yeah. you got a lot of these opportunities oh yeah so basically um I have the the manager now with my network so they've provided me with an agency and a manager which mm, is so amazing wow. and they kind of so like sponsorship offers will come in from other companies but the, the unfortunate thing is I get a lot of offers to try out stuff that I can't because I can't change my skincare routine every day and I, the amount of offers I've had off different mm. skincare companies and I'm so committed to the one I'm on now because it's cleared my acne so I don't want to change that. So Who do you use um, now just for people listening who aren't familiar? Oh, I use uh, one called Clearogen and mm. they're like developed by a dermatologist and it treats the, it actually targets like the hormonal part of your acne the dhd byproduct on your skin so it just has stopped like it's gone completely wow. and i'm delighted and um but yeah like they're they're from sephora so they're a pretty international brand but um so, they're quite new as well so someone like clarigen say they obviously they sponsor you they pay you to use their products and talk about it right it's only recently like they I actually asked them because mm. I told them uh, they sent me they sent out all of us like stuff to use and I noticed a lot of the other YouTube girls with acne were putting up videos about Clearogen and mm-hmm. um, saying that they love it and I was looking at the difference in their skin and I was like wow I really do have to kind of stick to this but I wanted to use it all up before I reviewed it yeah. so I said to them I'm not going to review this until I've tried it for at least two months and I did that and I had the noticeable difference I had the proof of the difference in my skin from my videos so I contacted them and I said like you know I'm getting all these offers of sponsorships from other companies but I would really love to ambassador your product Mm -hmm. and they were kind of saying well we would be totally willing to sponsor you anyway like we were going to say that if you liked the products and um so yeah it's kind of up to the manager then to figure that out and stuff like that but again like I probably would have meant they know I already told them I would have mentioned them anyway like if they wouldn't sponsor me but it's free products won't pay bills so it is kind of I understand why YouTubers take all the girls I watch take sponsorship from Netflix and Audible and all these crazy companies but it's needed like how can you justify sitting at home all day filming and editing and rendering and stuff like that if if you're not getting some kind of money as well because the views 
will pay to an extent, but you you can't budget anything then because you don't know what your views are going to be for the next month. Like at the moment, I'm averaging a million a month, but that might not keep up, you know. So um, that's my only sponsorships so far, though. I'm so new to this game. Yeah. I'm like, I need to get sponsorships. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's I only want to do it with companies I love and I love Clergen. So I'm kind of at the point now where I'm going to reach out to companies that I really want to work with, like certain health companies and certain supplement companies and ones that I use that I love and I do give them free promotion so I'm kind of like I'm I'm getting more subscribers all the time and I can use that as a selling point now you know I can say I'm getting this many subscribers and I love your your product I've already mentioned your product but mm. I'd be willing to kind of work with you on this and a lot of them are very open to that so by the sounds of it from my friends so um yeah like my, my friends kind of have had bad dealings with companies as well there's a lot of hoo-ha on, on YouTube and all that kind of area but yeah I'm, I'm happy to have what a manager mean, what do you mean now. by that just like companies that like will you know with certain contracts and they'll they'll get people to sign into things where they're not allowed to say anything bad they're not allowed to use mm-hmm. anything else other than their product um, and things like that you wouldn't want to get locked into yeah, anything like yeah. that because I want I want the freedom to be able to say with a makeup company I would never sign a contract and say I'm only going to use your makeup no. because that is not going to happen no. but some girls do do that and they're like I'll only use your brushes I'll only use your hair products no, I'm never going to do that ever like because and no matter how much they would offer me because you're you're selling and, and you're also limiting yourself so much do you know what I mean online but what you can do because in my tutorials I would use so much random crap that I just happen yeah. to like that week and I have a lot of makeup I like I like to collect makeup yeah. it's my thing <laughs> I think we all do all of us see it yeah. on the YouTube yeah. and that. um so how would it kind of you don't have to talk about your experience specifically but I'm sure you have a lot of knowledge in this and talking to other YouTubers like how does it work with a sponsorship do they pay you like one flat fee or is it a fee per video that you um, upload do they just does it or do you refer people and it's based on the number of referrals they get or how does it Um, work I think some companies um I've heard that some companies give like non-disclosure agreements mm-hmm. so you're not allowed to tell anyone that you were sponsored and you're not allowed mm-hmm. to say you were even sent the product for free you have to say I went and bought this and I just happened to love it I don't like that and oh, I really wow. I I find that very ingenuine but I can tell when people are doing that and most of the girls I watch don't do that and I know yeah. they don't do that they're very upfront and they keep it transparent but um they all the companies work very differently so some companies will um pay you per video or they would just say we'll pay you this if you do xyz Mm -hmm. so and they might sponsor giveaways or give you a discount which i've actually asked companies before will you give my subscribers a discount because i always see girls on youtube saying oh i have 20 percent off i have 50 percent off and i'm like i want 20 percent off for my subscribers so i'll just send them an email and say oh i've I've subscribers give me a discount for them and they'll be like okay and you know that that kind of works too so um it does depend I am I again I'm so new to all this but I'm basing a lot of this off what my friends have been through and stuff like that and um yeah it it seems like it's very different and it varies but the the amount will totally depend on your views so girls who have millions of subscribers are obviously going to get a lot more than what I'd get like I don't get hardly anything for stuff like that but if I keep building it up you never know 
then what yeah. that would turn into so yeah like I and I think they know as well that I do a lot of free promotion for for loads of different companies especially Irish small Irish companies yeah. that are up and coming um, I think that's important though like why not you know you can't just think of it as a business thing mm-hmm. everything like it it takes the fun out of it then yeah. totally that that would ruin it for me if it was all to do with business but aren't you completely at this point supporting yourself by your channel yeah so I but I, I think though with that is to keep the views coming in mm-hmm. and not just not just focus on the money in terms of the sponsorships because at the moment I'm getting by on what I'm earning from my views yeah. so that's most important to me like and in terms of like the sponsorships if that comes that'll just be for savings and for mm. maybe buying better lens buying better equipment that kind of you have to invest back into your videos and back into your channel so which I've been doing already like I I've upgraded things several times already so that's definitely a goal for me is to get really high quality videos I don't I'm not happy with the level I'm at now and I think that's normal is to mm. never don't ever just be complacent. Always aim to strive for more and better, you know? Yeah. Mm. And could you give a little insight, and not necessarily you, because I know it's very personal, but like just for people listening who are thinking about gaining a channel or are curious about like how you could support yourself, like how how much do people make? Maybe people that you've talked to with just based on views. Like is it just, what's the dollar amount that you can pull in, say with, you know, 100,000 views or, you know, 1,000 views or things like that? Yeah, the way it works is very hard to explain. Mm-hmm. It's basically um, goes by your CPM and your RPM and all this kind of thing. And it changes due to the time of year. So it's based on what the advertising companies are paying to the networks and YouTube and stuff like that so um, say coming up to Christmas you'll earn a lot more than you would in the first few months after Christmas because they're obviously trying to sell a lot more before Christmas so mm-hmm. it, there's a lot more you know push and shove in, in terms of who will get to put their ad in front of this video mm-hmm. so say Michelle Fawn mm-hmm. she she has huge numbers yeah. and she would probably get a much higher amount per thousand views because there's such a demand on her videos and on her channel so but she even said herself she doesn't know what to expect Mm. in terms of that the average is the way it works is i think it's one to eight dollars per thousand views so i think but some some people will go up to twelve dollars per thousand views Mm. i think i'm on average between like two and four dollars per thousand views so that's kind of how that works Mm. and but it's always different every month my my paycheck is totally different so um it's it's a bit it is a bit scary but i it's kind of at the point where it's better than me working in a shop right now, like a, for for a minimum wage. It's, it's better than that. So, or it's on par with that at least. So, to me, that's astounding. It's a hobby, like, and I'm doing it for money. So that's cool. Like, but I do, I definitely know that it's massively achievable to get enough money to get an apartment, get a car, do your bills, get your food, and you're sorted, and you can just do your, your little at home and be totally fine like to support yourself loads of people do it and Mm. it's definitely it's definitely achievable and um i know some i know a girl who went from a hundred thousand subscribers to a million in one year and by being consistent with what she was doing so if i can do that like i'm I'm sorted like i'll be fine and i can then do what i love for and not worry about money and i can help my family with money and my friends with money so that's amazing because in ireland the economy is really bad right now and Mm -hmm. anyone and to do what I'm doing is lucky, very lucky. So wow. I, every day I'm like, yes. <laughs> how much could you hope from sponsors? Like how, how much, what would um, you consider like an average kind of deal with a sponsor? 
for me like my my manager is kind of trying to come up like a a rate for me right now and I think that's very important for me to establish a rate but um at the moment like mine would be determined based on what my views are to be expected but my manager would have a different idea than a, a potential sponsorship so they would say well we think that it's worth this and then my manager would say we think it's worth this so it's kind of like I think at at the moment mine's in around like a grand or a couple of grand mm-hmm. for for that kind of thing but that's not an ambassador like that's not me signing up to a job with somebody that's yeah. that's just um but then they're getting a lot back from that yeah, so they're they're, get, they're getting exposure <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it's more so um say if they were to put an ad on tv or in a magazine they'd be paying through the roof for that kind of thing so with youtube things it's it's pittance to them Mm -hmm. to companies when you see the like say like estee lauder they make so much money and for them to i know they do sponsor a lot of my friends and um they would pay them nothing compared to what they would pay a magazine so Mm -hmm. it's it's not it isn't as much as people think it's definitely not it's definitely not like crazy but saying that the likes of like Ms. Glamorazzi and stuff like that, she would be able to get a lot more than me because yeah. she has so much viewers. Yeah. But I know then most YouTubers who are very big give a lot of money to charity because they've too much money. They don't need it. Yeah. Likes a Pew- PewDiePie, like he's like the king of YouTube and like 28 million subscribers. Mm-hmm. But he he's like, I hate, I don't want all these subscribers because he can't talk to them. It loses, he loses that kind of one-on-one thing. And yeah. I think there's definitely a level that is a happy medium and it seems to be like a million subscribers seems to be like perfect and mm-hmm. that's um but like you can't plan for that kind of thing that that will happen if it's going to happen yeah. and if not then you just have to be happy with what you have you know yeah, yeah. All right, so let's move to the beauty bonus round because we are Yay! running at almost an hour, which is, I think, the longest interview we've done so far. <laughs> but you've given so much incredible information. And Thank you, you. You've just really given a lot of insight, Melanie. And, and with you reaching 100,000, like, subscribers in less than a year it's just incre- it's it's incredible so thank you for thank sharing you. all this information but our beauty bonus round basically i'm just gonna say a couple questions and at the top of your head just respond like you know whatever you're thinking so okay. first up what are your three holy grail items <gasps> beauty items yes. uh okay coconut oil for removing my makeup because that's really helped my skin um really as with acne Oh yeah. Oh, just it just removes makeup like nobody's business. Like way way better than anyone I've tried. Just swipes right off. Yeah, yeah. Um. So coconut oil. Um. Let me think. Uh. I love the Estee Lauder Double Wear Foundation. I only got that very mm. recently, and it's amazing. The coverage is just absolutely amazing. And I'd say also my Tangle Teaser because my hair is wild. I have like the biggest, curliest, bushiest hair ever. Like it's uh, like crazy. So yeah. Definitely tangle, tangle teaser. Got it. Okay. What is, and you've given a lot in during this, um, during this interview, but what is your just number one best tip for increasing your subscriber base? Oh, um, best tip for increasing subscribers would be to be extremely consistent and make friends with other YouTubers. Got it. Okay. Um, who is your beauty vlogger inspiration? Oh my god. Um hmm. Essie Button. Essie mm. Button is like my favorite person in the whole world. 
herself and so different from everyone else but and she just does whatever she wants kind of on her channel she's got a vlog channel as well but I love what she does and how she goes about her her dealings and her how she interacts with her subscribers everything about what she does is what I would aspire to be mm -hmm. and what I'd love people how she makes me feel when I watch her videos is how I would love others to feel when they watch my videos so I'd say her for sure have you ever reached out to her oh yeah she she followed me on Twitter last week and I oh. cried <laughs> I was like what <laughs> I'm such a child it's like it's like when girls like when I reply to people on Twitter yeah. and they're like oh my god I'm fangirling right now yeah. and like when she when she followed me and like the likes of like um Andrea's Choice and stuff mm -hmm. and Nikki mm -hmm. Philippi have followed me and and, I, and and I'm like oh because yeah. it's just it's just amazing that like they're they're wherever and they're they know who you are it's like she knows who I am now that's cool yeah. but yeah like I, she, I definitely yeah I've, I've I comment on every one of her videos I try and support her and talk about her in videos and share her channel mm -hmm. all over the place because I think that's really important yeah yeah um what do you wish you knew when you first started your channel Mm, uh, how to edit my videos <laughs> because I didn't I literally would leave in the most ridiculous mistakes and um and cursing and oh gosh. just things like oh, oh it's not a good idea you need to keep your channel like PG, PG like yeah. it's yeah big time it's important like but yeah and I curse like a sailor at home because I'm Irish but <laughs> yeah <laughs> like <laughs> but yeah that was definitely I think learning how to edit I think if you're wanting to start practice editing for a long time mm. before you start or even just do it all the time just do it as a hobby and edit random things just learn how to do things mm -hmm. and learn how to chop out all the fluff as well I'm still getting the hang of that I still leave in a lot of crap but I'm getting better at it <laughs> what do you use to edit your videos I uh, oh Sony Vegas I think they've changed it though it's now Sony Vegas Movie Maker HD or something but um, it's not meant to be the best I just find it easy because it's all I know so uh, I'm kind of hoping to upgrade to like iMovie or something like that but it does me grand it does the job got it okay um, last question what piece of advice would you give someone else who's looking to start their own channel um, piece of advice is to just know that everyone isn't going to like it and accept that just know that you're doing it for yourself don't be doing it for anyone else and don't be trying to just do it because it's cool or don't just do it because you think people might like it or might not like it you need to just do it for yourself and like it yourself if you like what you're putting up and um don't mind what other people say if people give you criticism or give you crap over it just ignore it and be like yeah that's fine that's your opinion but I want to do this and this is what I like doing. So just own your decision to do it, basically. Got it. All right. Well, Melanie, thank you so much. Thank for you so much. coming on the show and sharing your journey and sharing your God, fantastic kind of rise here in the world of YouTube. And I do wish you a lot of luck. You've been a joy to talk to. And um, thank you so, so much. Thank you. It's been so nice to be on. And hello, everyone, and goodbye. And this is amazing. <laughs> I've never done a podcast before, so this is like a first in my life. <laughs> well, why don't you tell everybody listening and watching here on YouTube where they can find you? Um, okay, so my channel is Melanie Murphy. Um, on Twitter, it's just Melanie Tweets, Melanie with two eyes. YouTube or Facebook, you type in Melanie Murphy, Melanie on YouTube. I'll pop up Melanie 
Murphy on Instagram. I'm just kind of all over the place. So, and they're all linked to my YouTube channel. So, um, when you type my name in, you'll more than likely see my big acne scarred face pop up. And yeah, it's like, it's just right there for everyone to see. And uh, yeah, I do, I, I organize all my stuff into playlists and I do vlogs. I do a lot of other stuff as well. So, if you want to watch an Irish person, come along and we'll have a chat. <laughs> all right, Melanie. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. Well, that's it. That's our interview. And thank you so much for joining us here. Once again, I am your host, Erica Vieira. And for all show notes and videos and more goodies, make sure you go to the Beauty and the Vlog website at beautyandthevlog.com and check out our Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Beauty and the Vlog. Thanks so much, guys. Mwah.